The Chargers had some explosive moments last week against the Chiefs, and they're going to have to keep the fireworks up this week if they want to take down the Arizona Cardinals. You are Locked On Chargers, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Chargers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up and welcome into the Lockdown Chargers podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Wade, joined as always by my co-host, David Drogemeyer. And we have been covering the Chargers now together for six seasons, but this is our fifth season as a host of the Lockdown Chargers podcast, bringing you your team every day. Thank you guys so much for making this your first listen today. And to make sure you never miss the show, go subscribe to the Lockdown Chargers YouTube channel and also follow the show for free on all platforms, wherever you get your podcast from. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving for all of those who were celebrating it and everyone had some good food. One of the elite food holidays, the elite food holiday of the year. But we have to talk about this big game on Thanksgiving weekend with the Chargers in crunch time now. And I think once again, with my kind of failing to fully trust the Chargers defense, I think it's going to come down to the Chargers offense looking great again in this one if they're going to pull out a win. And with what we saw last week, the dynamic duo of Keenan Allen and Josh Palmer, maybe even throwing Gerald Everett into the mix, there's no reason this Chargers offense shouldn't come through this week. But the offensive line definitely has to step it up because they have been rough the last couple of weeks. And then we'll get into the defense, all about containing and flustering Kyler Murray, I would say, in this one. Then we'll get into our bold in-game predictions. Will we pick the Chargers to win after losing back-to-back games and hopefully getting their season back on track a little bit this week? But today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. And for me, David, it starts with the Chargers offense. And what I want to see is the continued use of the explosive plays that we've seen the last couple of weeks. You had the 32-yard touchdown to DeAndre Carter a couple weeks ago against the 49ers on opening drive. 50-yard touchdown to Josh Palmer last week. 46-yard play to Keenan Allen last week. The Chargers have found some of their explosiveness again. And I think in that first half, we saw what this Chargers offense can do when they really put it all together. Without being able to trust the defense, I think the Chargers have a good opportunity to do it this week, and I think they need to do it again. They definitely do, and I think we have been wanting this Chargers offense to show the explosive nature that we thought that they were going to bring the entire season. We've been wanting to see it week after week, game after game, and we have not really seen it until the last couple of games where they've really put together some big explosive plays. You've really, you finally uh, unleashed the rocket launcher arm of Justin Herbert, and uh, I think that is going to be something that's going to be very important for the Chargers' success going forward. Yeah, and I mean, being able to attack the intermediate part of the field with Keenan Allen and Josh Palmer recently, because let's not pretend like that dude hasn't gone up both of the last He's been crazy. Yeah, He's been absolutely going nuts, and that's what gives you faith that the Chargers offense can still fire on all cylinders because it looks like Mike Williams isn't going to play. He didn't practice all week, even after Brandon Staley said he would be returning to practice. We know they don't need him now to be an explosive offense. That combined with Austin Eckler, I think, is enough to do it in this one. And we'll talk about the, what the Chargers need to do with their skill position players. But you talked a little bit yesterday about the Chargers playing a complete game offensively. Yeah, That's going to be huge in this one. And all I'm asking for is a third quarter score. That's all I need, David. Open up the second half with a touchdown. They haven't had an opening drive score on, in the second half since the Broncos in week six. They haven't scored a third por- quarter point since week six against the Broncos. That is disgusting. I, when you told me that before we started recording this show, 
I wanted to not believe it, but <laughs> knowing the Chargers and their complete ineptitude for offense in the second half of games, I knew that it was reality. Yeah, I mean, it's like they've only scored 13 points in the last three games in the second half. I mean, that's where they're losing a lot of these games. We've seen them get out to some early leads in the first half after, you know, having so many games where they got down so big in the first yeah. half. We've seen them actually get off to faster starts. We've seen them open up games with touchdowns. We haven't seen them open up the third quarter with anything or even score any points in the third quarter since week six. Like, that's just a ridiculous stat. The Chargers have to figure out how to get some points coming out of halftime because that is where other teams are getting back in the game against them. That's where other teams are pulling away against them. And I think offensively it has a lot to do with getting your weapons out in space. Yeah. If you watch the game last week, even though there was, you know, Colt McCoy, no Kyler Murray, you can still tell a lot by what happened with that Cardinals defense, which was the playmakers were getting the ball in space and they were taking it to the house. Three 30 plus yard touchdowns last yeah. week that this Cardinals defense gave up, David. If the Chargers can get guys like Austin Eckhorn in space, get their playmakers in space, they're going to have some chances for sure. Yeah, and a guy that I want to see the Chargers get in space is someone who's coming back healthy this week, and I think it's going to really be poised and primed for a, a huge game in this one, and that is tied in Gerald Everett, the one of the best yards-after-catch guys that the Chargers have. And particularly, I want to see the Chargers do something that the Seattle Seahawks had a lot of success against the Cardinals doing, which is the rollout play-action passes to the tight ends. That play was extremely effective. Noah Fant had about 100 yards, and most of them came off of those type of design plays. I think the Chargers did that a little bit against the Chiefs in the first half with those play-action pl plays. I think they need to give Gerald Everett some of those opportunities in space and watch him work because there's a lot of open space to take advantage of. Yeah, and it's not just Noah Fant, right? It was last week. George Kittle had two 32-plus yeah. yard touchdowns <laughs> against this Cardinals defense. I mean, it's exactly. huge because... One of the notes I had here was just the Chargers need to get some production out of their tight ends because oh, last yeah. week it was one catch from Stone Smart for six yards. And that was yeah. the entirety of the tight end production, at least in the passing game. In the run blocking game, it hasn't been good enough. And Gerald Everett, I mean, at least bring something in that department that the yeah. Chargers will welcome back, at least being able to do both to a certain extent. But yes, after the catch, I mean, he missed a good la matchup last week against the Chiefs. He gets another really good one this week where the Cardinals defense especially on play action plays they're fast at certain positions but they can get going the wrong way and once you yeah. do that that opens up some big plays that are there to be had if the Chargers can keep their offense in motion which we know is something that they should always try to do anyways one of the things that they'll help with that is their offensive line and to me David maybe we haven't been hard enough on this Chargers offensive line lately because yeah. when you look at what happened at the end of that game I mean Justin Herbert bailed them out to even give them a chance to be in that game to score with 30 seconds left and don't get yeah. it twisted none of that leading up to that was his fault and that's it Something that's very tough to ask anyone, even if you see guys like Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes do it. Those guys have time when they're going to make those plays down the stretch, right. which Justin yeah. Herbert did not have. He didn't have it before the 46-yard you know, catch by Keenan Allen. The play before that, he was getting sacked. Right yeah. Last week on that last drive, he throws an interception with a guy right in his face. The Chargers offensive line has allowed 19 pressures last week and four sacks. I don't count the fifth sack, which was the Justin Herbert batting it to himself, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But – the rookies have to step up a little bit. Zion Johnson and Jamari Sawyer combined to allow 13 pressures over the last two weeks. Matt Filer by himself last week allowed five pressures. So, like, Ooh. it just it, it kind of goes hand-in-hand -hand with the Chargers putting themselves behind the eight ball and having to throw a bunch in super obvious passing situations and running the ball early and getting to super obvious passing situations. Yeah. They can be helped out. The coaching staff has to help them out. 
but they also just have to be better. I mean, I have a lot of faith in a lot of these guys. Trey Pipkins wasn't very good last week. He's hopefully a week healthier now, but this unit has to come together in this game. Yeah, definitely. And there's a couple of pass rushers that are going to be looking at this matchup saying, oh, wow, the Chargers offensive line just uh, gave a lot of sack ability to to the Kansas City Chiefs last week. I mean, they went crazy. And, you know, there's two guys, you know, we were talking about here is Kyle Allen and J.J. Watt, who have 65 pressures between them and six sacks. I mean, these guys are getting pressure on the quarterback. And this team, the Arizona Cardinals, they blitz more than pretty much any team in the NFL. So they are going to be coming after the quarterback. So it's going to be very important to be able to read that, to be able to get the ball out. And one of the ways and one of the people I want them to use when they do get the ball out is hopefully Keenan Allen and a lot. And I want to see them open up Keenan Allen in this game. If he is healthy, it's time to feature him early often especially on those third downs where he is money and he is a chain mover he is a guy that opens up the offense and he has that just intimate relationship that that bond with Justin Herbert and it really shows out there on the football field a big performance last week against the Kansas City Chiefs in limited snaps I want to see them open up Keenan Allen for this one Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, Keenan Allen might have to get the Daniel Wade reverse jinx of the game going bold prediction, get the bold prediction bump as it is, right? Maybe. Maybe I have to go with him. I don't know if I can go Mike Williams. I think the last two times he's gotten hurt when I picked him fourth. So Mike Williams might not be on the table for a little while. Keenan Allen, though, is set up for another really good matchup. And, I mean, if they pay special attention to him, Josh Palmer has been really hot over the last couple of weeks. And we saw a nice little screenplay with pressure coming last week to Keenan Allen. He just happened to fumble it. But yeah. you can always use pressure against other teams, and there's ways to beat it. Joe Lombardi has to dial it up, which I understand people not having a lot of faith. They have a good opportunity to do it. The defense, though, has to be able to come through, especially in certain moments. When they get to that drive, they have to be able to get off the field on that drive when you're going up against somebody who's not the Kansas City Chiefs. No excuses this week. And I think they could use a big game from someone named Khalil Mack. So we're going to get into our defensive keys for success coming up after this. But first, I need to tell you guys about my favorite daily fantasy app. And of course, I'm talking about Price Picks. What I love about Price Picks is you're not just picking lineups to go up against lineups of other people. It's just you versus the Price Picks projections. And that's what I love because usually you get a lot of guys and there's a lot of commonalities between the two lineups and it makes it a lot less fun. With Price Picks, you get to pick the ones you're going against. You get to find the great matchups to pick and to go with because if you pick two to five entries, you've went up to 10 times your money on your entry. So for this weekend's game against Cardinals, you can go more than or less than 275.5 passing yards for Justin Herbert, or you can go the Chargers more than or less than two sacks in this game or two and a half sacks. If you think they can get to three, you could do that with your Price Picks projections. And it's not just for football. You can go MLB, NBA, NHL, golf, MMA, college football, and much more. And they're operational in over 30 states in Canada. Safe and fast withdrawals always. So make sure you guys download the Price Picks app or go to pricepicks.com to sign up to play daily fantasy sports today. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. That means you deposit $100, you'll get $100. If you deposit $50, you'll get $50. So make sure you don't forget to use the promo code locked on at checkout for the sign up for that deposit match up to $100. All right, let's get to our defensive keys here. And for me, David, I think it all starts with Kyler Murray because there's one thing that you've seen, especially with this entire saga of Kyler Murray and the Cardinals and the contract and the video games and the Call of Duty. And I mean, it's nice, you know, with Justin Herbert, we're just worried about like, hey, you know, is the are the Chargers doing enough around him? Not, you know, is he doing his part to right. make himself the best quarterback he can be? You know, valid or un- invalid, how it may be. But yeah. 
I think it starts with him because one thing that you see with him, and I think we've talked about this with Derek Carr before, they can get flustered. Their body yeah. language can get bad. They oh, can definitely. let it get to them when things yeah. aren't going their way. And I think the Chargers have another opportunity to do that this week. So I have a fluster and contain Kyler Murray as one of my biggest keys for success for the Chargers defense in this game. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I agree 100%. The Chargers definitely need to frustrate him, make him uncomfortable, make him feel pressure that's not there. They need to hit him a couple of times early. I think they did a really good job of doing that against Patrick Mahomes last week. And I think they need to continue to do that this week, but not just in the first half. They need to do that throughout the entire game. The big theme here is the Chargers need to put together four quarters, not a first half. Yeah. Four quarters. They need to bring that effort and energy throughout the entire game, and that's how they're going to get that W. But, yeah, they're going to have to really worry about his running ability, his playmaking ability. This guy is quick. Like, I mean, he takes <laughs> off. It's 15 yards, and, you know, nobody's even touching him. Uh, and, you know, he slides beautifully, too, so he does a good job of avoiding hits. One thing um, about getting that pressure on him is he fumbles the ball a lot. I mean, he, yeah, he really, really does. And so the Chargers really need to take – advantage of that when he is running the ball he is a little bit loose with it so if they can try to punch that ball out get a turnover for the offense yeah and I think that's a huge part of this game is Kyler Murray makes a ton of mistakes I mean he yeah. will make a handful of mistakes in each game and it's whether or not you can capitalize on it right and that's yeah. been one of the Chargers biggest weaknesses I think is just fully being able to always take advantage of those takeaway opportunities and I think when you have a defense that's flawed like the Chargers that you can't just you know cross your fingers and hope they can just contain a team and hold them to less than 15 points in a game because they haven't right. done it once this season. Yeah, You need to create turnovers and you need to create takeaways. And that's something that we just don't see enough of. I think it's, it has to do with the safeties. I think you need other safeties outside of Derwin James to step up. Nazir Adderley, Alohi Gilman, even JT Woods is out there now. You're just not seeing safeties there making plays on the football when the ball is in the air if it's not Derwin James. And it's just yeah. you haven't seen it. It's been criminally low this year. And this is someone that will give it to you, right? Yeah. Because you said the fumbles. I mean, he's also had five interceptions over the past six games. He has six fumbles over the last four games that he's played in. And he has 12 combined fumbles and picks over his last six. So, I mean, yeah. this is a guy who's basically either giving two balls away or at least giving the opportunity to take two balls away. And I know they've had some center issues too, center snapping the ball over Kyler Murray's head. I mean, there's a lot going wrong with this Cardinals offensive time. And that is going to be something that's huge, just getting those big takeaways. One person that can do that, Khalil Mack, David, who yes. I think really needs to step up after being a little bit quiet, only six total pressures in the last four games from Khalil Mack. I think they need a really good Khalil Mack performance, and I think it's up to Brandon Staley to get him the one-on-ones, and then he has to take it from there. Hopefully some of these veteran rest days that we've been seeing from Khalil Mack is going to get him and get his body and into good shape feeling good to go out there and be the difference maker that he has been for the chargers defense all season long yeah he's there's been some lulls out there but hey i mean everyone knows that that's the dude that's coming after the quarterback that you have to stop that you got to try to get in his way because he can be dominant at times and i feel like if he gets going early that's the guy that can really feed off that momentum and really start to pin his ears back and really get after Kyler Murray in this one. If that happens early, I think you got to watch out from Khalil Mack. I think he can do some real, like, significant damage. And I think part of Khalil Mack's success in this one is also going to be the Chargers getting off the field on third down. It is so frustrating to watch this Chargers defense when they 
do not get off the football field, especially when they're in third and long situations. They are atrocious at getting off the football field. They have to get off the field when they are supposed to in this football game or else it's going to be another ugly performance. Yeah, and I mean, one thing that the Cardinals, at least you know, with Colt McCoy and Kyler Murray that they've done a lot is they will throw underneath on third and long. It's one oh, of yeah. their favorite things to do. Greg Dorch caught like 100 passes last week trying to do something of similar nature, right? And they will go for it. You can force them into a lot of third downs and fourth downs, and they could end up going for it anyways. But they're not necessarily great at getting them when they do go for them. So it's right. like you just get them in as many of those situations as you can. But it's really going to stress the Chargers tackling. It's really going to stress their discipline because there's a lot of moving parts there. But if they can tackle, I mean, guys catching the ball, you know, five yards after the line of scrimmage, they'll be fine. It's just sometimes they don't have the ability to do that. But they will do the charges a favor, I think, and not hold on to the ball too long and throw the underneath passes to try to pick up third downs and long. Because, I mean, Kyler Murray will take some chances, right? Clancy yeah. talked about that yesterday. His average yards per attempt is somewhere around five pretty much every game. So, I mean, he's throwing a lot of balls around the line of scrimmage as well, and it's going to be up to the Chargers defense to be really disciplined in that way. And I think also for Brandon Staley, getting Khalil Mack one-on-ones on on third and longs to get off the field, right, because that's what you need to do, and he has a way to scheme that dude up. There's ways to do it. We just haven't seen enough. And Khalil Mack has to play his part as well. Yeah, But also – Making sure it's not DeAndre Hopkins that's beating you in those situations. I know you talked about a little bit. I mean, you were talking before the crossover, just like Sante Samuel Jr. and DeAndre Hopkins. I'm excited to see that matchup because I don't think you can necessarily not bracket him or not use more than just Asante Samuel Jr. on big plays, but you can't let that dude like Travis Kelsey did take over this game and be that dude against you. And I think a lot of that's going to be Asante Samuel Jr. in the way that we saw him against Devontae Adams, right, where he was going to be – just testing himself to see how he stacked up yeah. against a great receiver. This will be another good barometer for Asante Samuel Jr., but the Chargers can't let that dude specifically beat them on big downs. Yeah, with no Zach Ertz going to be out there, no Rondell Moore, probably not going to be out there. He hasn't participated in practice all week. We know who the big weapon is. That is definitely DeAndre Hopkins. He is that dude. He is their Keenan Allen. He's the guy that knows how to get open, who is a savvy route runner, has really strong hands, is really good at contested catches. Like, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins makes plays. I mean, that's why he's yeah. been in this league as long as he has. And so, yeah, you cannot let that dude wreck the game because he has the ability to do so. Take him away and make anyone else beat you. I don't, I'm not really too concerned with the actual running game of the Arizona Cardinals. The they're running not backs, very good. Yeah. yeah, the running backs. Yeah, they're not very good. Uh, but DeAndre Hopkins is. And so you cannot allow that guy to take over the game. I think that's one of the big, that's probably the only major weapon that you have to completely try to take away. Yeah. I mean, that's the one that you just feel the worst if that's a guy that yeah. beats you. Right. And you know, yes. they're going to be going to him in big moments. Last yeah. week it was Greg Dortch with, you know, Colt McCoy and that's a different kind of connection there. Sure. But I think sending Derwin also on third downs is going to be big, especially if it's third and long, because the one thing you can't do is just let these routes develop, which has yeah. been going wrong in all of these games where third and 12 pluses are getting converted. The quarterback has too much time. The pressure's not getting home. And right. Derwin James is probably the one dude I actually trust from the Chargers that can go and track down Kyler Murray, you know, or have the best shot at him yeah. in the backfield for sure. I mean, at least out of who the Chargers have, right? So I think that's going to be huge. And I think for the Chargers, if they can tackle, if they can force quick throws on third and longs and, and make kind of Arizona play into the worst parts of their offense, which Clancy yeah. was getting so upset about yesterday, the Chargers are going to give themselves a shot. We just haven't seen this defense be consistent enough. We actually saw a pretty good stretch between the Falcons game, right? And also after that against the 49ers for a lot of that game, they had some good moments. Then it fell apart last week. We'll see if they can get it back on track. But 
We have to get into our bold predictions and our game predictions. Will we pick the Chargers to win after losing back-to-back games? Can they get back on track and honestly take care of one of the games they need to take care of if they want to make the playoffs in 2022? So we're going to put our money where our mouths are coming up right after this. But one thing I have to tell you guys about is protecting your home. If you thought about securing your home with home security lately but have been putting it off, you'll want to listen up. Right now, Locked On Chargers listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. It's Black Friday, guys, and this is their biggest offer of the year, and you won't want to miss it. The best part of Simply Safe to me, is just having the peace of mind. I mean, especially I know I'm going out of town for a wedding soon, and knowing I have the cameras at my house, knowing that I have can always look on my phone and check out what's going on at my house is something that's great, and it just really gives me the peace of mind that I want, and it's something that I debated about for a long time. Do I get it? Do I need it? So glad that I got Simply Safe. I'm not you know, as happy that I didn't get this 50% off deal that they're getting right now, but one of the great things about Simply Safe is in an emergency, they have 24-7 professional monitoring agents using Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify if the threat is real. So you can get priority police response or sending everybody to the house. That's something you don't have to worry about. And with their 24-7 professional monitoring service, you can get that at less than $1 a day, less than half of the price of ADT's traditional professionally installed system. So don't miss your chance, guys. Go save on the only big security system that you guys want and that I recommend. Get 50% off new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Well, David, the last couple of predictions I haven't loved to do, but this one I feel better about, obviously. That's the one great thing about the Chargers is they don't have to play the Chiefs for the rest of the season, right? They don't have to play the 49ers defense the rest of the season. The Chargers will have some good matchups, and at least offensively, they've been doing some nice things to make it seem like that unit might get back on track and start putting up the numbers we've been expecting from this unit that has Justin Herbert helming them, especially Justin Herbert that's looked Really, really good, in my opinion, over the last three weeks. Ever since the bye week, I think he's been a different kind of animal, and I think he'll have a chance to do it again this week. I could see a big game coming for him. But let's get into our offensive bold predictions, and I'll let you start this one out, David, with who you're going for. So who do you think it's going to be this week for the Chargers offense? Yeah, so, I mean, most people know that I I try to tie in one of my keys for success into my bold predictions. So this one's probably not a big surprise, but uh, my bold prediction is going to Gerald Everett. I think Gerald Everett's going to have a great game in this one. I really feel like he's going to put it together in this this game. He has a really, really good option to do that in this one. I'm going to go six catches, 120 yards, with 50 of those being yards after contact. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see that. I think the yards after the catch for him will be huge, and I think probably second-best yards after the catch threat on the Chargers behind Austin Eckler. This is a a team that allows a ton of it, especially to that position. Gerald Everett, it was weird last week, right? Seemed like he was going to play. got taken off the injury report. At least we've seen him fully practice, and it'll come out today. I'm sure he'll probably fully practice in the walkthrough that we're going to see. He should be ready to go. That could be huge because it's not just how good Gerald Everett is. It's the drop-off between what Gerald Everett is and what you're getting from guys like Stone Smart and Trey McKitty and Richard yeah. Rodgers and the rest of that, you know, really you know, mash unit. Is, patchwork I think the best word. unit. Yeah, yeah, patchwork unit, the mash unit, whatever you want to say. It all applies because if you're missing your top two options, it's not a very deep group. Gerald Everett could be huge, and I think that'd be huge for the Chargers offense because I think there's probably a lot of third-down conversions in there as well. And I yeah. think he could be a big weapon for the Chargers without Mike Williams in the red zone specifically. There's no question about who the best weapon is for Justin Herbert, though, when he's healthy, and that's Keenan Allen, and he gets my bull prediction bump this week. 
Mike Williams, I apologize. I can't believe you got her in another one of my bowl predictions. I was trying to get you over 100 yards. It was pretty much foolproof. It worked every single time for the most part. <laughs> Keenan Allen gets it this week for the first time this season. And what I loved from Keenan Allen last week was it wasn't just that he was playing, but he looked like his normal explosive self. Yes. And he looked like what we kind of saw a lot in the offseason, which the Chargers targeting him deep. That's a yeah. new part of his game, something we've never really seen from them. Yeah, and for real. they had a lot of different options, right? They've had a lot of faster guys than Keenan Allen. Sure. Who would have thought that opening up the deep part of the field, all we needed was the guy who ran like a four seven five forty back on the field <laughs> for the Chargers to make it happen? I think Keenan Allen goes nuts in this game. I mean, especially a full week of practice, I think he has a really, really good matchup here, and I think Justin Herbert is going to be he- heavily targeting him, especially with the emergence of Josh Palmer, where it's at least yeah. that's someone else you have to worry about now. Yeah, a taking a threat. little of the heat. Off of Keenan Allen, which is something yeah. that Mike Williams does, yes. right? At least he has a little bit of that with Josh Palmer, I think, because how can you doubt it? He's made yeah. so many big plays for the Chargers. And last week, them, you know, combining for about 200 receiving yards and Keenan Allen averaging 18.8 or 18.4 yards per catch last week, five for 94. I'm excited to see what he can do in a game where hopefully there's no limited snaps. It's yeah. him out there for the entire game. I'm going nine catches, 152 yards, Woo! and a touchdown, especially me thinking about him carving up the Cowboys as it is Thanksgiving for me yes. right now as we're recording this. I'd love to see it again, and I I'd love too. to see him really kind of put a stamp on his return for this Chargers offense. But over to the defensive side of things here, David, where are you going with this one? Yeah, so my defensive ball prediction, this one's going to be a little bit of, of a fun one because I don't think anyone is going to expect who I'm about to pick. I think that we are going to see the first interception from rookie safety, JT Woods. Okay, yeah, I, like I think that. that this is a game where he's going to see some more snaps on defense. I think they're starting to give him more and more of those. They're trying to get him comfortable, trying to get his feet wet, trying to get him adjusted to the NFL game. One thing that he brings to the table every single time he steps foot on the field is that ball hawk ability. He does have that speed. He does have that coverage awareness. He does you know, have the ability to take the football away. And I think that journey of taking the football away at the NFL level that begins on Sunday against the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, hundred percent. I'd love to see it. And I think he'll get some snaps. And I think it's probably because of the lack of production from guys like Alohi Gilman and Nas who have really gotten chances to step up and really get a firm grasp on that role. And meanwhile, JT Woods is getting a little bit of seasoning. He's developing a little bit. And like I said before, these safeties aren't making enough plays on the football. That is something JT Woods does. I mean, one time I had him actually tackling one of his teammates and pulling him off the dude who ended up scoring a touchdown, but he was there. You know what I mean? And right now I'll settle for being there, being around the football. We also saw him, you know, a couple of interceptions get called back when the preseason. So like this dude has instincts. He has the ability to cover a ton of ground and the chargers could really use his speed. I think against this Cardinals offense on the back end because the back end has not been a place the Chargers have just been not productive when teams have attacked that deep third of the field they just there's been no production there virtually at all for the Chargers this season right which is you know what we thought JC Jackson would be for but here we go I will go with Khalil Mack I like to tie my defensive keys into my bold predictions Ah, so I'm gonna go Khalil Mack here (laughs) like I said I mean only one sack in the last four games right I mean that's something that I think is an aberration I think a lot of it is an uphill battle for him always when Joey Bosa is not on the field. But I think he has a a really good performance. I think we're seeing it more in bursts at his age. I think this is a game where he could definitely have a burst with, you know, five offensive linemen on injured reserve for the Cardinals. It's not a great unit for them. He'll have a great chance in this one if he's given it by his defensive coordinator. If the Chargers can get into these third and long situations, 
I have two sacks, three total tackles for loss. And I have an interception as well. I have a Khalil oh. Mack interception in this game for my bold predictions defensively. Love watching that guy run with the football. It's one of the great things of the game in the NFL game. Yeah, I, I mean, hopefully he doesn't get an interception and, like, fumble it right away because like, it looked <laughs> like he was last time. Yeah. But, David, we have a couple minutes here left. Let's get to our final game predictions. You picked the Chargers to beat the Chiefs last week. So, I mean, I, I have a good yeah. feeling where you're going with this one. Do you think the Chargers can take care of a – not a must-win game, but it kind of feels like a team the Chargers absolutely have to beat down the stretch if they want to make the playoffs? I mean, I, I do think this is a must-win game. And the reason why it's a must-win game is because – all of the games, all of the teams on their schedule that they're supposed to beat are must win games. They have to take care of business in this one. I do think that they are going to do that. I think coming off, uh, coming off of two really tough opponents with the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs, I think, you know, you saw flashes of, of things that looked really good. I think going up against the Cardinals, they're going to be able to put it all together against this team. I think they are going to win this one. I'm going 31 23 Chargers victory. 31-23? Okay. 31-23. I mean, I think that's right about where it should be. I mean, I think that's... The, the, the Chargers have been playing well, at least for big portions of the games the last yeah. couple of weeks against really good teams and should have probably beat the 49ers and the Chiefs. Yeah. If I knew the Chargers were going to play at that level, I think that they would beat the Cardinals by 14. I don't know yeah. for sure because I haven't seen that consistency and I haven't seen them put it together in the second half, which we talked about. I just think in this game, unlike with the 49ers and the Chiefs, with both of those teams, I feel like, okay, if you give them those chances, especially down at the end of the game, to execute, both of those teams execute at yeah. a very high level. Yes. I have a feeling the Cardinals could mess this thing up worse than the Chargers, which is the only reason I feel confident in the Chargers in this game, <laughs> or at least is where I'm drawing any confidence I do have from. I think the Chargers pulled this one off. I mean, we've seen them get in these situations where they get into desperation mode and they have to win games down the stretch and they can rattle off a couple I think they could do that potentially this year. This is one of their best opportunities to really get things rolling this week and the Raiders next week. A yeah. chance to you know stack a couple of wins, get to seven and five on the year, and yeah. hopefully win one of those tough games that you have down the stretch to kind of ensure that you get in potentially at like 10 wins, I think. Yeah. The Patriots just lost. That's a good sign, right? Yes, we'll see the helps. Chargers have a chance to really kind of gain some ground on the AFC this week. So I have the Chargers pulling this one out because I think both teams could potentially mess it up. And the Cardinals are one of the few te teams I think could actually mess it up worse. I have the Chargers winning 31-24. The Chargers haven't beat a good team. I don't think if they beat the Cardinals this weekend, they'll still have not beat a good team. The Chargers yeah. should absolutely beat the Cardinals this weekend. And there's really no excuses not to. Even with Mike Williams, I mean, this is one of the best injury reports that they've had in a while. Most of the guys that they have had banged up are going to play. A lot of the guys who have been banged up are practicing fully. The Chargers have no excuses. They need to get it done this weekend against the Arizona Cardinals. And make sure you guys are here with us after the game for the Chargers post-game show. Where we'll be talking about hopefully a big win. Hopefully being able to take away, you know, a dominant win would be great. Can we see a dominant win from the Chargers? That would be a really nice thing to see. We'll see if it happens. Make sure you guys are subscribing to the Lockdown Chargers YouTube channel to make sure you don't miss the post-game show right after the game. We release the podcast later on, which you can find wherever you get your podcast from for free every day. Thank you guys again for making us your first listen. If you need a second listen, make sure to check out Lockdown Sports today. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. But this show you can always find our show on our social media as well and interact with us there. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Talk Sports, David Drogmeyer on Twitter at DroTalk SD, and you can find the show's page at Locked On LAC. 
You can also find us on our at Locked On Chargers YouTube or Instagram page and our Locked On Chargers Facebook page as well. We really appreciate you guys checking us out, especially with a busy holiday weekend. So thank you guys. We will be here after the game with the Chargers post-game show as always, hopefully talking about a big W. But until then, take it easy and go Bolts.